<laughs> talking, talking. Things are recording, yeah. which oh. usually means if you hit a button, things go. I was tending to computer business. I turn around and you're dancing up a storm, Michele. Yeah, I'm making uh, thunder with would these thighs. You, would you consider selling your life story to Danny Trejo and calling the movie Michele? Come on, give me something for that. Something. I have nothing to give. I truly have nothing to give. I'm All sorry. All right, emo. Is that the emo wig? No, it's Damn. not. <laughs> yeah, it's too short. It's not short enough. Yeah, the emo is like really short bangs. I just short they're, they're red. short bangs. They're bangs. They're bangs. You want me to get bangs? No. Please. Okay. Will you do? Will you style them? Damn. Like curl them every day and spray them so they just stay in a perfect weird curl like girls did in the 90s. You mean like mine, naturally? No, you have nice <laughs> oh, curls. I like your hair, Chris. You have nice your natural curls. Are curls. Beautiful. By the way, welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast. I'm Michelle. I'm Siyam. And... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I've been drinking some of that Dr. Pepper, which makes me fly, and it makes me belch as well. So. Yeah, just like Forrest Gump himself. I gotta poo. <sighs> Showed LBJ's butt from what a certain yes. guy told me. So, as always, review podcast. That's what we do. We have a guest this week. Yay! Hello. Chris is back. This is not the second time he's been on the podcast, but it's his second solo episode. Third Yo. time on the podcast? Fourth? Fourth. Fourth? Wow. He, he's become an all-star. This is officially the all-star <laughs> well, we appearance. Well, we really group episode heavy last year. We did. Yeah. So, And then recently we mentioned a group episode and we both went... <laughs> Too much work. It well, is. It's, That's what it is. It's a lot of... It takes a lot of space. We usually have to move in another room. Mm-hmm. And our, our cables are going bad and stuff. True. So, We're, like, we just can't really. It's, it's really technical. That, we, you nailed yeah. it, Chris. We have to uh, throw some money down and replace some things and upgrade before we could do something like that again. Got to get, like, a GoFundMe page or something. <laughs> so, yeah, so those seven people who listen to the podcast can each give us five bucks. So then we'll be $35 closer because I could do math. Hey, 35 bucks. That'll get us at least two cables. That sounds good. Hey. Send in your money, fans. <laughs> couple of cables. Couple of cables. All right. So, yeah, Chris is here. Exciting. Good to have you back, Chris. Yes. Glad Thank you. Here. Thank you. You're we, a jolly man. We like you in the studio. I'm putting that in quotations. We like you in the front room of the house. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome in the front room anytime. <laughs> Never past the front. Only to the bathroom. You're not allowed to see anything else. I don't think Chris ever uses our bathroom. No, I have once, yeah. Oh, Just okay. once? Did you use the Just bidet? Once? No, did not. <laughs> it's probably before the bidet. No, I, I was here during the bidet. Uh, yeah. first, he was here for the bidet era. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, the era. Era. Era sounds like uh, a Kennedy saying the word error. I'm here in the Kennedy era. Era 404. <laughs> I liked it. Oh, era 404. Are you familiar with era 404? Error 404, not arrow. Uh, is that what I said? Uh-huh. I'm slinging in those words like Cupid himself. You've got Steven Tyler on the brain. 
Every time anybody says Steven Tyler, I can't not think Steven Tyler PJs, and I don't fucking know what it is. It's because of me. It's from the movie Son-in-Law. Okay. And uh, <laughs> Crawl comes out, and he has the, this like skin-tied like, leopard is, print. Is Crawl... Crawl is Polly Shore. Shore. Okay, Shore. all right. Steven Tyler PJs. See, he like does this little dance because it's at the very beginning. He's the resident advisor. Yes, at college, I that. and he comes out during like some party because kids are getting ready to. Are they going home or are they coming? I think they're coming. I think they're coming to yeah. school. And then he just like Steven Tyler PJs. Now what Steven makes Tyler them Steven Tyler? Yeah. Does he PJs? have Steven Tyler like on them? No, they're I'd... like skin tight leopard print. Ah, oh, uh, that makes more sense. So, for, and it's always been Steven Tyler PJs. Yeah, Steven I can't hear Steven Tyler sure without doing that. Travis knows it, guaranteed, because oh, sure. Travis loves Polly Shore. Travis movies. owns like every format of son-in-law you can possibly own. That's true. Doesn't he have like, like laser, laser disc? disc? <laughs> <laughs> Who owns a laser disc? Travis motherfucking Hart. <laughs> he doesn't have a play- player, but he has that. I bet he does have a player. Travis looks like he's got a lot of stuff to fill that huge emotional void. <laughs> That's what he does with T Swift. Take that. <laughs> Talk about a huge void. What? You, no, Taylor, I'm, Taylor I'm Swift got it. after oh, Taylor, Taylor Swift got a tie. Tie. No, I wasn't talking about her vagina. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was talking about her emotional abyss. I think she's got it under control. She's a boss bitch, as they say. <laughs> she's not for me. You can you have her, Travis. All right, what are we doing here? We got to talk about something that. Well, I said it's a review podcast earlier, yeah, and yeah. that Chris is here. Yeah, he gave it. us something, yeah. but we haven't uh, gone any further than that. But no. if you're going to push, then I guess we'll go there. Well, I feel like it could go on for three hours or two minutes. I don't know which one's going to happen. <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> probably closer to three hours, okay. unfortunately. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I'm just saying we get real long-winded on this, and I always just think about people I mean, listening. Like, who the hell wants to listen to us blabber for three straight hours? This guy. <laughs> Unfortunately, me. <laughs> well, thank you, Chris. We appreciate that you like us reveling in our nonsense. But uh, Chris gave us a movie. He did. Yeah. Not an album. He tried to give an album. Mm-hmm. He got the kibosh got... on the album. But, nope. But... <laughs> I th- just think double disc, full length double disc album is just a little, it's asking a little much. Unless we were to just play it and not stop. Even then. It'd still be kind I of a It could be a two-parter. I still have to listen I'll to come it back. that much. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a great album. You try to give us the white album. And so you don't feel bad. Many other people have been kiboshed on something oh, they've I tried to. Oh, I guarantee. Uh, yeah. Well. Fuck yeah. When we did, uh, it was a group episode. Tom tried to throw in Anagata DeVita because it was a long song. Oh, yeah. Fuck <laughs> you. And I was like, no. Remember when Bob tried to give us a Neil Young playlist that he like wanted to make? He he didn't try to give it to us, but he brought it up. And we're just like, no, that's not how this works. You have to make sure the songs at least have the same name before you give someone a playlist. Oh, my, God. my name is Evil. Neil Young. Evo! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, that was the first thing he actually said. He wanted to give us moonshine bandits. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that son of a bitch! <laughs> That's as a joke, as a joke. Like evil Knievel, <laughs> you better know my name. You better know my name. So good, so good. Oh, I lost it when I heard it. <laughs> that yeah, that that had me cackling from the other room when I heard. I was like, oh man, I'm making Sam listen to this song. Yeah. 
over and over again. I'm so thankful that I'm now aware of the Moonshine Bandits. So we, Actually, I am, because it's fucking hysterical. So we watched the movie Across the Universe, because this guy... We did yeah. it. This guy gave it to us. So, we fucking did it. So this movie came out in 2007. It is a, according to the Wikipedia description, it is a jukebox, jukebox musical romantic drama film. So the fact, first of all, that you gave us a musical romantic drama was yeah. questionable. Musical. Well, <laughs> glad I didn't read that before I watched it. Uh it is 2007? very 2007. So we're three years yeah. out of high school. We this we got together in 2007. We did. So this this uh, movie is as old as us. So 2007 is when we I see you in the back of the fluff and stuff. That's the <laughs> in your local car. dry cleaner, by the way. I don't think that's something. Yeah. <laughs> That, uh, that did sound pretty, like... <laughs> well, later I got the fluffing stuff. <laughs> took a couple weeks. But... <laughs> it took way longer than a couple weeks. You and I legitimately hung out as friends for a while. Yeah. <laughs> God, you remember nothing. I remember the fun parts. I don't remember how long it took to wait. You remember meeting up for hitting back roads... Yeah, and I remember giving you tearing a flower out of Cleet's flower beds next door, and I gave you a flower for your flower. And that was before anything was even happening. I so just romantic. Oh, I'm not romantic <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. Well, we started talking because we were we were chatting online while watching Tip-tip, like tap, tap, South tap, Park tap, at the same time. So yeah, we're super romantic. <laughs> Don't you love how Cartman just made a Mexican racist joke? Do 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 do. It was funny. I'm Jennifer Lopez. (laughs) I like tacos and burritos. It was very good. Thanks. It was very good. I love it. (laughs) You should try and figure out how to be the hand version of Jennifer Lopez for Halloween. Don't think just because I got a lot of money, I'll give you tacos. How do we make you look like a big hand? Fulfill all your wishes with my taco flavored kisses. Taco, taco. taco. Burrito, burrito. Taco, taco. (laughs) Good job. Once again. (laughs) Thanks. It's fine. I do this. I don't know how to fucking talk about this movie. Yeah, so... Um, I just feel it's, yeah, it's constantly drifting away. <laughs> no, okay, so this movie it is based off of Beatles songs. The characters have names that are associated with Beatles songs. Yep. Which, every time a character's name was said, I'd have to look over at Michelle and be like, is that from a Beatles song? <laughs> sure is. <laughs> every time. Maxwell oh, yeah. with his silver hammer. Oh, I knew yeah. that one. I knew that one. Sadie. I had no idea what that Sexy one was. Sexy Sadie. I don't listen to the Beatles, dude. What have you done? That was that's <laughs> also on the White Album. Yep. Jojo. 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 Jojo from Get Back. Yeah. Did Who you was want- Jojo? Get Back. Jojo's the guitar player. Jojo's oh, the, yeah. the- Jimi Hendrix. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jimi yeah, Hendrix. Okay. Uh, who else we got? I gotta uh, make sure I know Lucy, all these names. Jude. Prudence. 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 Dear Prudence. Uh, I mean, Mr. Kite. <laughs> yes, Mr. Kite, played by Eddie Izzard. Yep. What's Eddie Mr. Izzard. Kite? What's Mr. Kite from? Is that, Fan, a, that was that song uh, that I... For the benefit of Mr. Kite. Yeah, the from, benefit of Mr. Kite. Uh, from, uh, uh, uh... Sounds like a Sergeant Pepper. I think it's Sergeant Pepper. It is Sergeant... Yeah. I was, it looks Sergeant For some reason, the Magical yeah. Mystery Tour was In coming movie, to my brain. Yeah, that was the best part of the movie. I meant to look up a lot of production stuff about this movie, and I didn't But instead, all. you watched the New Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And I watched that also. Did you? Yeah, me and Rachel watched that last night. All right, we're going a little he mini review. last night. We're going, no, I watched it today. <laughs> oh, that was right. It was today. Uh, what'd you think? Uh, 
it was all right. I'm not a big horror fan, so yeah. I mean, it was just yeah. Have you watched other Texas Chainsaw Massacres? No. Okay. So yeah, I don't know like the lineage of anything. Yeah. They pretty much explained what you needed to know because <laughs> they did the whole Halloween thing and kiboshed every movie besides the first one. Yeah. So okay. My review is. Not near as bad as I expected it to be. I went into this. You well, expected a dumpster fire. I expected yeah. a piece of shit because Texas Chainsaw Massacre like Halloween kills. has burned me. <laughs> Dude, I went into Halloween Kills with way higher expectations. We all than went into that with this. higher expectations, I think. Uh, I should have done the opposite. But this Texas Chainsaw Massacre was fun. Very gory. Yeah. I mean. You decap- a lot of kills. Decapitations oh, yeah. that they do not shy away from at <laughs> all. Decapitation. No breathing. Uh, I probably would watch it again. Yeah, it was. And it was bad. better than the last yeah. two, and it's the funnest one since Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part Two. Funnest is not a word, I don't think. The most fun. Thank Fuck you. off, <laughs> Grammar Jalice. First of all, I make all kinds of mistakes, but I feel like that's a really basic one that you should know. No, son funner. of an English funnest? teacher. Funnest you're the is son a of a woodworker. You don't know how to put a cabinet together. Or you're the daughter of a. <laughs> I'm the son. That's fine. You're the daughter of a woodworker. You don't know how to put a cabinet together. I'm the sun and the moon. <laughs> good, good. You don't have to come back with anything. I just want you to stare into my eyes after that for a little bit. Okay. I want you to build a goddamn cabinet. I can try. I would love to see it. I could try. I think you'd pull off a decent cabinet, I actually. think I could pull off something better than you think. I think. Just because I don't do it doesn't mean I can't. I have faith in your cabinetry <laughs> Just skills. Just because I don't want to doesn't mean I can't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this movie, again, it's it's based off of... The, the whole thing is it's it's in the late 60s. And there is a guy who lives in... He's from Liverpool. Yep. I'm s- yes, please keep talking like that. Go. This man from Liverpool, <laughs> he comes over, and a lot of what he says is really hard to understand. Uh, sometimes, yeah. yeah, and he likes to say me a lot. There are me. a lot of times in conversations where I'm like, I'm, I'm expecting a character to look at him and be like, what the fuck did you say? <laughs> because I didn't understand you, but somehow they did. It's because they had weird. the script. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I have an easier time because I've been watching British comedy long time so did you me watch british comedy long time <laughs> me. i watch me british comedies so yeah it's just all this oh and i listen to podcasts with british people but okay. anyway so there yeah it's just it's a love story essentially this these this guy goes to america to meet his dad he finds out his dad is a, a janitor at a college right yep yeah this He's is a janitor jude. at harvard we're, we're talking yeah. about jude here the man's name is jude. oh hey jude Go to America to find his what he thinks is his professor father. Yeah. But Finds out he's a fucking like a custodian. Yep. Which whatever, man. That's where he got his working hands from. So yeah, he works in the shipyard. Oh, that's where Jude works? So yeah. the shipyard? Yeah. Like they build ships? Mm-hmm. Like cruising ships? Battleships? That's yeah, probably more yeah. cargo carriers. Cargo carriers. <laughs> was during the war so i did notice him welding now that you say it doing a real shitty welding (laughs) there was black soot everywhere (laughs) i was fucking it all up but england every time they show england in any old time like even uh, like willy wonka it looks so like bleak and just gross and filled with charcoal in the air for some reason (laughs) and everyone's got soot on their face even if they're just in their house (laughs) it's just a dust storm i've now got some soot on my face when I think of, unless we're talking about the 50s, uh, when I think of the past, yeah, I think of dirt in the air, 
no no happy green lawns <laughs> for kids to run and play as I spit. But the 50s you do? Does the 50s have like a little plastic sheen to it? That's I, the, the 50s. Yeah, in America, I well, feel yeah. like. That's why I the like 50s the 50s is a fake. It's yeah. a whole fucking like yeah. veneer over what the 50s actually were. I think of like a diner when I think of the 50s. Yeah, like pleasant. Like yeah, a yeah. malt shop. Doing the twist. Happy days. You think yeah. of happy days. I watched the shit out of happy days. I did not. I'm a Ralph Mouth guy. <laughs> you even know who Ralph Mouth is? No. He was one of Richie's friends. Wasn't Scott Bayo, I assume, because I was Chachi. I was Chachi. I was Chachi. He loved Joni. They even got a show about it. And Trump. <laughs> Oh, did he become a Trump guy? Oh, he's he's like super far right. Scott oh. Bayo is known for being, uh, yeah, a hero. Uh, 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 like. <laughs> Chris's reaction was like, hey, oh, uh, hey, oh. to some people, he is a hero. <laughs> he uh, is a hero. So he meets Maxwell. Is he meets that, Maxwell. Is that, that's who he ran into, right? Yeah. When he yes. was like, when I've been in trouble by every professor on this. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah, because he's in a he's in a rush. He drops his books, and Jude helps him pick them up. Maxwell, and then he Wait. he's like, "Have you heard of this professor?" And he's like, yeah. "I only know of this guy. He's right he, over there." Yeah, he points over, and oh, it's he's the like, "Oh custodian. yeah, that piece of shit West. Yeah, he's <laughs> over there on that window." So, All right. Do you think that they got Jude because he looks a little like Paul McCartney? Do you ever think he looks a little McCartney-ish? I do. I, I think Maybe. He, I kind know, of, yeah. he fits the part. He's, I don't know if he necessarily looks like Paul McCartney, okay. but he has Maybe. shit for hair. That's Maybe. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's got like Noel Gallagher <laughs> hair from uh, Oasis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I should say this. Do you think they ca- cost cast an obviously British-faced man? He is. Like a, if oh, he's not even British. He's from the UK. Is he? Yeah. I thought it, yeah. He, he, and, he, wasn't, he and Maxwell for, for, are from... That's the what it is, yeah. Those two were from the UK. Yeah. The, Maxwell's? Yeah, Max. Yeah, the guy that plays Max so is British. That's no. what I was thinking. And Jude. No. Yeah. Everyone else. I would like to say that I noticed his American. shit American accent, <laughs> so I sounded smarter than I am, but I didn't notice. No, you didn't. Some it's, people can pull it off really well. There's an actress who's been around for a long time, and I recently found out that she was from New Zealand. Because she always does like a really good American accent, so I was very, very shocked. I didn't know Christian yeah. Bale was British. Yeah, he's Br- for yeah. a long fucking time. He had he, some people just have a weird thing about when they do an American accent, though, and you're you don't really realize that it's because they're doing an accent. Yeah, but you're kind of like they have a weird way of speaking. Yeah, I also want like. British people seem to be like, oh, they do a terrible British accent. And like they can just peg what an American is. And I think Americans have a way harder time pegging when people are doing an American accent. But I wonder if it's because there's so many different type of American accents. Like you can go anywhere and somebody sounds fucking weird. It's the same anywhere else. In in Britain, I mean, you can have like the Liverpool accent or you can have like the Cockney accent. Hey, Cockney. (laughs) Cockney is my favorite. Oh, by the way, I've been doing... I was going to say, <laughs> I've got my Michael Caine and it's going very well. So what you've got to do oh is put all the S's in the front of your teeth. And if you do that, it gets you more closer to a Michael Caine. It's good, Sam. Thank you. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. It was. I said more closer, if you didn't notice. <laughs> I'm actually very happy with that Michael Caine. <laughs> I just did. I'm done. See you guys. <laughs> okay, so uh, this movie. It's hard to talk about, isn't it? <laughs> okay so it's not because the story is pretty simple because maxwell's sister has a boyfriend who goes off to the war and she's what's her name 
She is Evan Lucy. Rachel Wood playing oh, Lucy. Okay. From the oh, from the sky with the diamonds. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And then she falls in love with her brother's new best friend, Jude. Yep. Jade? Jude. Who died? The boyfriend. The boyfriend did. Whose boyfriend? Her Lucy's. boyfriend? Yeah. Okay. But then her brother also ends up being... Uh, in the war. Yeah, yeah. I picked that up. But see, I thought they were like doing a future thing there for a minute. Like, we're showing you a split second it in the was, future. Th- this yeah, movie yeah. is kind of... It's very visual oh, heavy yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. at times. And even... Open for interpretation at points. And I remember... I will just personally say this. Chris, you, so you said you've seen this movie a lot. Oh, yeah. And you like really got into this when you were in high school and stuff. I've personally never had any interest in seeing this movie because I don't. I, I like the Beatles doing the Beatles, <laughs> and I I just I've never wanted to see this movie. <laughs> so I thought you were getting ready to say. So I had a question all night last night while I was watching this. <laughs> you did. Does Chris like this, or is he fucking with? Or us? is he fucking with me? <laughs> Because this was goddamn rough for me. This was probably one of the worst movies. I'll say this. Visually, I think they did a great job. There's a lot of like cool-looking stuff. There's a lot of cool colors. There's parts where they choose, like, this whole scene is this color scheme. This whole scene is this color scheme. All fantastic. Yeah. Other yeah. than that, the super whitewashed singing of every oh, yeah, fucking no. song is and I think horrible. That's, that's yeah. kind of what I think they were going for. Yeah, I would I say I feel so. like they were making it more tacky that way. And then visually, it was meant to be more jarring. There's well, points where they're trying to make you feel like you're watching a stage show. Like yeah. It's out of movie realm. It's We're just showing you like terrible like background effects, but like it works visually because you know that's what they're going for. Yeah. So it's not like it looks shitty because they want it to look shitty. You know what else looks shitty? Is or didn't want it to look shitty. So. Early on in the movie when Jude, because the, the movie starts with him <laughs> quitting his job. It's his last day on the job. He's collecting his paycheck. He goes home to his mom. He's getting ready to go to America. He grabs a piece of bread <laughs> and he butters it in the worst way I've ever seen someone butter a piece of bread. Just like a stripe down the middle? The movie could have ended there for me. <laughs> and it probably kind of did. About did. the bread? It probably did. Is she the, was very upset about the bread. I, I, even, I even mentioned it when we were watching it. The way that he buttered the bread is atrocious. That motherfucker needs to learn how to butter bread. If he's going to eat so much bread and butter, at least learn how to apply it properly and not just on like a quarter of the bread and then walk away as if that's good. As you, well, maybe he didn't want it all on all of it. He only wanted a little bit of it buttered. He likes some dry bread and he likes some buttered bread. That does not make sense. <laughs> that can't be a choice. It can't be a choice. He is just bad at what he does, <laughs> which is acting, singing on time, and... Oh, yeah. He's very oh, yeah, fluid he's, with yeah. his uh, timing. There's a choices. real... And it's not everyone in the movie, but there's something, and I feel like it's the more modernized way of doing it, is that when a lot of these people sing songs, they are, especially Jude... He is like just slightly behind constantly, and just mm-hmm. everyone just kind of like slows things down. It's just very weird, right? Yeah. Like right on the back of the beat, almost. Like mm-hmm. he's still technically there, but it's like you feel like sometimes you're like, oh, here we go. Oh, he got it. There you go. Oh shit, here he goes. Uh. I feel like someone put a rope around my throat and is dragging <laughs> yeah, me behind back. a truck. <laughs> is what's happening. 
That's the drag <laughs> that I feel. You know when you uh, were upset about the bread last night? Uh-huh. My contrarian... I have not stopped being upset <laughs> about the bread. My contrarian... Well, when you brought it up, my contrarian brain wanted to be like, well, maybe that's the way British do it, Michelle. Are you going to sit on a whole person's culture? <laughs> I've got a lot of problems with this movie because even in the beginning when that cheerleader, Prudence, is daydreaming because she's a lesbo... She's a lesbian, yeah. right? Yeah, she's yeah. a lesbian. Okay, all right. Because she's later daydreaming well, about bisexual, Sadie. Because, I mean, she does fuck Jude and... She fucks Jude? Yeah, she fucks Jude and uh, Max. Because when they're in the bar, she says, oh, I live with them. And then she's like, but I don't fuck them anymore. <laughs> I don't sleep with them anymore. Okay, oh, so bisexual. I didn't pick that up at I all. Didn't, I didn't either. Yeah. You've well, seen when Lucy first gets into town okay. in New York. Yeah. I do like yeah. when Prudence is out on the thing and she's singing that song and it's showing the two. And you think she's looking at the guy. Yeah. And then she he walks away and she's still looking and I was like... Hey, wait a minute. She likes the ladies. <laughs> you need to cut back on that prudence support because this is my problem with prudence. Oh, dear Lord. Here we go. She's a lazy sack of shit while everyone else is practicing. True. The yeah. football players, the cheerleaders, they're all doing stuff. Why the fuck is this girl just walking just through? Just walking, singing, and now just sitting in the bleachers watching everyone do stuff while she's like, I'm in love with a woman. <laughs> Those, that scene where she's walking through and the football players are just I constantly running back and forth in the background, like throwing each other over their shoulders. Yeah. That kind of irritated me, but I also thought it was like a nice, I it's thought it was visually, a good looking Visually, shot. it's good. And it's choreographed you know, well. She was actually singing that at double speed. Oh, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. She was singing at double speed, and then it, so that way they could down. slow it down. Oh, yeah. And it would still look like she was singing normal. Was there any time, do you, sounds like you know a lot about this because <laughs> what you just said. Was there any time that they're doing live takes off of the studio, like mm. singing wise, or is this all studio? I don't know. Okay. I think this may have been all studio, but yeah. It has to like be. Because, like, Les Miserables, they did that all on the floor. Like, that's Hugh Jackman in the moment yeah. singing. It's not studio. So, sometimes. But this is why I brought it up because that girl's vibrato was kicking in with her throat exactly Lucy's. when it was yeah. on the track, and I was like, "You could pull it off," but she's doing it every fucking time. Because I, I assu- like I said to you, I think I assume she's singing it to record it, but they're not using that actual take of her singing, but they want it to look real, like, so yeah. she's actually physically doing it, even though they're using a pre-recorded oh, yeah. track. Yeah, I know, but still to time them perfectly with each other is good. I don't know if that's... As a dude who has recorded vocals, that is good. Okay, and but trying to dub it over... A consonant ending who's also and beginning singing. at the yeah. same time. It's very talented. I'm just saying as someone who has a natural vibrato, <laughs> there are certain parts in songs that bring it out of you more naturally. Where so it just I think, happens no matter what. Yeah, so I don't think that that was forced. I think that that's just what happens when she sings those parts. So I don't think that it was choreographed and like matched up. I think that's just... What happens when she I'm says saying she matched yeah. it up in her brain? She's good naturally in her head. I'm not saying somebody sat there and went vibrato now. <laughs> if that's what I you don't were think saying. any of that's true. I think it just naturally <laughs> fell into place because that's just how it <laughs> how it naturally came out. Vibrato. You know when I was first introduced <laughs> to vibrato was the cowardly lion. If I were the king of the forest. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Not king, not something, not duke. I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but I remember. My dad I think does I still a, like it. Oh, my dad yeah. does a good cowardly lion. I can imagine. I can imagine yeah. Jim nailing it. 
I can also imagine Jim nailing it. <laughs> I knew that was coming. God damn it. Uh, sorry. That makes sense. Sorry. I can imagine your dad nailing it. That's fine. Me too. Your mom. Ow. I'm so desensitized to anything anymore. <laughs> I don't know that you've ever been that sensitive to begin with. <laughs> then if I've become desensitized from that amount of non-sensitivity... Imagine how bad it is. So let's see. My next note is cringe fest. And that was just to, <laughs> fest. to oh. uh, pretty much describe the majority of the movie. Because you meet different <laughs> characters and there, you know, people have their side stuff. Like you have a Janis Joplin character, oh, Sadie. Uh, Sadie. You have you have the Jimi Hendrix character in Jojo. And like they're musicians, they're lovers. Everybody's she, living in the same apartment. She gets, yeah, like, they're all yeah promoted to to go on tour, and she has to like leave the band, and then there's all this like tension, and uh, yeah. I like Sadie's uh, voice the most out of anybody in this. I agree. Uh, movie. I thought actually, I think that JoJo is actually really good. I just don't think that he always sang his best. Oh, oh, Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Okay, I can. I never connected JoJo and that guy together because he was. I mean, he was trying to like jeopardize things for her at one point in the movie because he was mad that she was like yeah. leaving when he like played bad on purpose. Yeah, and stuff, and he like wasn't singing well at that point either. But like at the end when they did the rooftop thing, he sounded great. Oh yeah, I think he sounded great when she left on the stage. Yeah, and he like took when he over. took over. Yeah. Yeah. Then he's belting it out, but I think she sounds. She sounds like Janis Joplin, and I think in this they literally went. Everybody talks about the who's the band in heaven, and they were like, "All right, that's what we're gonna make." There's Jimi Hendrix. There's Janis Joplin. <laughs> there's uh, this guy looks like Beatles. <laughs> yeah. Who's Prudence? Yono Oko. That's the Yono. No no. Yono Oko. No no. I said Yono. No no oh no. Did you see the Get Back documentary? I have not watched it yet. It is good. Yeah. She is awful. Oh. Which, like, she'll be there just... <laughs> when isn't she? Constantly, no matter what. She's always just sitting there right next to John when the band is, like, writing things and working on things. She's just Honest, always right there. Just whispering in his ear. Honestly, the <laughs> best part when she's around is when she is just going, ah! Because they're all just jamming and being weird, and it's like, yeah, get weird. Yeah, and then you get shots of Linda McCartney looking at her like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's atrocious. What was I going to say about that Get Back documentary? I forgot. Oh, I would be more irritated in that band with John than I would be with Yoko herself. Like Because he's letting it happen. Because he's letting yeah. it happen, and he brought her, and he's like, she's got to be here with me. It's like, dude. We like her when That's she's probably the worst John Lennon you've up. ever done. Sorry, I'm John Lennon. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I've got to bring Yoko. She makes me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> and then fucking Paul's just like, Ah, come on now, John. She gets on my nerves. Ooh, that was Scottish. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I do sometimes when I go Hockney. <laughs> that that documentary made me appreciate. Paul McCartney so much more. That documentary made yeah. me appreciate John Lennon much more and Ringo. Pretty much every I'm gonna say the Beatles in general. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was good. If that's your thing, I know we've talked about it before on here, but if if you like music documentaries if and you, you have like eight or nine hours to spare. Music documentaries. It's worth watching. So let's wait, wait. see. Wasn't Jude nope. supposed to only stay in America for like two weeks or something like that? He was just yeah. going to meet his dad. And he's providing for his mother. 
Yeah. So has he abandoned his mother and now she is living in poverty? Yes. When he's yeah. just gallivanting for uh, yeah, some of that. Because he had a girlfriend, Lucy too. Tucci. Yeah, he had a girlfriend back in yeah. Liverpool. Yeah, what was her name? Was her name a Beatles name? I don't remember. Do we think about that? Uh, it was Mary. No, so it wasn't. There's no Mary? Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, there are Marys, but I yeah. just assume that that's more. It could be like Mother Mary. Is that in a Beatles song? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> Mother. And then also when he's leaving, there's the old guy that's handing out the payroll, and he's like, "Oh, you know, I always used to think that would be my last one." He's like, "And he's like, oh, but when I'm 64, I won't be here." Oh yeah, that made me fucking roll my eyes real hard. <laughs> oh, I was like, yeah. "Oh, this is what this movie's gonna it be." It would be hard. Oh yeah, it's a lot it's, of yeah. I. <laughs> Here's why I don't think the the story had to be so general and basic because you're sitting down with however many fucking Beatles songs and you gotta sit there and go, how am I connecting all this shit? And that's why sometimes it just feels so like forced, shoved yeah. in, like like a shoe too or a foot too big for a size six shoe. I was like, because I mean, it's wow, not like they what were... an analogy. <laughs> a dick too big a, for a flashlight. Wouldn't know what that means. <laughs> The roving flashlights of Batesville. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what happened to them. Do you think the cops had to pick those up? Guaranteed. Oh, yeah. Or the I city bet. like waste department. <laughs> Send Joe in there. Well, that's what I'm saying. Do you think someone had to use their hand, or do you think someone came along with a shovel? They came along with one of those trash picker-uppers, <laughs> yeah. the claw gun. Uh, so no one had and to then it, And then it, it fell, and they're like, God damn it. Can't get a grip on it. And then they had to get another, they had to get another one and use a two-grip. And then somehow it turned on and started vibrating and then fell out again. I was going to say, then he went into the truck that the that Bill was sitting in, the driver's seat, and he went, hey, Bill, and he threw it in his lap. And Bill just closed like, the door. God damn it, get it off of it. That's what happened to the road-worn <laughs> vagina pocket pussy on a... So we do have some... Hill and Brand Avenue. <laughs> we have some cameos throughout this movie as well, which I didn't necessarily expect. Mm-hmm. We have Joe Conker. He shows up. Which, by the way, you pointed him out very well. I was like, look at this fucking guy. I was like, that's Joe Cocker. <laughs> and it's not because I'm necessarily super familiar with how he looks, but his voice is well, undeniable. Yeah, yeah. And you can start watching him use his and hands. Then he starts, oh, yeah, he no, starts... and he like morphs in between all that throughout that whole song. He's different Yeah, people. he, he yeah. plays what? three different characters. Yeah. Was, He's he like... that, was he that guy with the black eyebrows and the goatee? No. no. Okay. That's, that's Mr. Eddie Kite. No, not that guy. When they're doing it, he's in the diner. Yeah, he's the pimp. Eddie Izzard is the pimp? No, 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 no. No, Joe so Cocker. he is the pimp. Joe Cocker is the pimp. Wow. He's the he's pimp? He's like a homeless guy, a Yeah, pimp. I picked him up there. Yeah, he's the homeless guy at the bottom of the escalator. Yeah. And then at He's the, the guy that saves uh, Jojo when he goes to like walk off the street. On the street okay. corner. Yeah. And he's singing to him and at the end. And then he's the pimp in the, the purple suit yep. with the goatee. Yeah. All right. Mr. Cock. And then also... Nice the guy, to meet you. The guy that almost runs over Jojo in the cab... Yeah. ...is Max. I don't know if you noticed that. I did notice yeah. that, actually. Oh, so Max was a cab driver before? Yeah. Man. I thought he was a cab well, before. Well, I think when they moved to New York, he became a cab driver. Because oh. they, when they leave Harvard and they go to like Thanksgiving, then they leave and they go to New York, and I would imagine they have to make money somehow, so... I need Chris here to explain this fucking movie to me. I was literally like this for a lot of it. <laughs> what the fuck is... What? Hey, Michelle, is that from a Beatles song? Yeah. Every time I ask you, it is? Okay. <laughs> oh, it's very Beatles, yeah. Heavy. Um, and then 
my next note because like like I said, and we will we should probably take a break soon. We're at, yeah, soon, about ten minutes. Yeah, about ten minutes. How are we gonna have this episode? I don't fucking know. We're talking. We're doing good. I want to talk about more of those cameos. <laughs> Who else we got? Well, and I said my next note is Bono is horrible always. Bono's character Bono. was very oh. strange in this. I, I never liked Bono, but he... I don't know who he was supposed to be centered around, though, oh. out of that time period. I don't know. I think he was just like a general amalgamation of like their drug use yeah. days, because it was just like that whole like getting into psychedelics. Because he's like, yeah. I he's, mean, he wasn't... He was Dr. Robert. Yeah, he's so Dr. Yeah. Robert, but like, I mean, in like correlation to like real world, like... Who he was supposed to be. He was Puck. Yeah. Like he's just the guy who gave like the Beatles cult acid the first time. <laughs> oh, by the way, that scene when they first move into the... Or when Maxwell first meets Jude, and they're like all partying, and they go out drinking and stuff. <gasps> yeah. And they fake smoke a joint. Yeah. That irritated me very, very, very much. Especially since later, they actually show joints in yep. tins, and he's smoking one. I think it's where they were filming, because I believe they actually did film at Harvard for oh. that. So I don't think they could do that in the dorms. Wow. Yeah. Not even a fake joint? You can't smoke a fake joint? Well, the, at the very end, he let out an yeah, exhale Yeah, there was like a smoke. little puff of I missed smoke, that part. You yeah. told me that happened, but I missed it. Yeah, I was still do, so... They're doing this. Though. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's just just passing around nothing. <laughs> nothing. And first I was like, is there just a really small roach and I can't <laughs> see it? <laughs> nope. It's just artistic license. Yep. A lot of things to make me hate the movie. <laughs> At least they're pretending. Um, but yeah, we have we've mentioned Eddie Bono. Izzard multiple times. I don't remember times. what song Bono sang. What did he do? Oh, uh, he did "I Am the Walrus." I'm the walrus hey. with his walrus. This is probably mustache. the most I've ever liked Bono, to be honest, because he was like a grungy. Mine's not that case. Man. Mine was not that long ago when Bono came out saying that he hates YouTube's <laughs> music and that he's not very talented and then he has a bad voice. It's like, let me tell you. We're one in the same with this. <laughs> We've known this for a long time. Yeah, like, like Bono, this is the most I've ever respected you. I feel bad for Mr. No. We know that you're the biggest shit. <laughs> he is. Bono, that it's is. just constantly. I'm, I'm on Bono's side now. I feel bad for the guy. I'm Mr. I'm Bo- Have you ever seen him do the Mephisto thing where he's like a Mephisto? Dev- devil character? Not my Fisto. Manifesto? No, M-E-P-H-I-S-T-O. Mephisto. Hmm. I don't know anything about this, clearly. It's like some weird character he does, and you just keep making fisting (laughs) motions. But it's some weird character, and this character kicks the shit out of that character. So, best bond. Stop pretending to fist things. We kick the shit out of them. That's not kicking. (laughs) That's fisting shit back in. Not out. In and out. So then Leatherface, (laughs) he cuts off her head. Move it (laughs) Move it out. (laughs) Spoiler. Where are we at? <laughs> I don't what know. Other, what other cameos do we have? Well, Salma Hayek showed up towards the end. That was a very weird scene. She was like a nurse. Yep. A double. Wait, she's like gets she, multiplied. Yep, she, she gets multiplied. Yeah, she becomes like four or five different nurses. There's a lot of green screen in this movie. Yep. But I'm fine with it because there's times, like I said earlier, where it's like it's not supposed to look real. It's supposed yeah. to be artistic, especially when they're like in drug world. And things are looking fucking all crazy. Oh, yeah, on the school bus? Yeah. Is the school bus when they get to that... That's when Bono's there. Yeah. Is that when they get to that, like... Does they have, like, a trip down? Place where they are the tents? Yep. That's when they go out and they're trying to meet Dr. Gary. <laughs> and There's Bono, a lot of doctors in this fucking movie. Bono does his famous line, the... 
We're aviators. We're bombardiers. Ain't got no fears. We're pushing the frontiers of accidental transplantation or something. I don't know. <laughs> Isn't Dr. Oh, Dr. Gary's Kirk's dad. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Gary's not a doctor. I know, but I was just saying. He's a doctor of, uh, my son is an asshole and I can't stand him. I'm not saying anything that anybody doesn't know. Gary's hated me for a long time. Oh, I thought you meant that Gary's son is an asshole. No, Gary thinks that his son is an asshole. Yeah, but everyone knows that Gary's son is an asshole. Gary's... Which one? Is there going to be some bleeping? (laughs) No, we're going to fucking listen to this. (laughs) Kirk is an asshole. That's what I'm saying. Kirk is an asshole. (laughs) Take that, motherfucker. He's hilarious, and he's an asshole. I wanted to get into that uh, crazy scene with all the masks and stuff like uh, in the in the hut in but the, do you yeah. think it would be a good idea to break it up now I think that'd be a good idea to that because I got some things to say about that part and it's going to be interesting and I want full attention <laughs> while I'm being interesting okay well then let's go ahead and take a break and we'll awesome. listen to a little bit of a Joe Conker on the oh, way the out cock man. Yeah. some come together with Joe Cocker I don't like these dramatizations of Beatles songs. <laughs> Do you need a new Merry Christmas banner for the old folks' home? How about business? How about business cards for locally owned crack emporium? Perhaps a restored centerfold photo of your grandmother from the 1942 issue of Jello Backstroke Magazine. Well, look no further than Jimmy Rowland, owner of Rowland Graphics, LLC. Now let's hear from some satisfied customers. Jimmy Rowland made a rainbow in the sky. I heard he once killed a Sasquatch with his bare hands. Well, I heard he was a Sasquatch with bare hands. Are you tired of fucking around with shitty art? Do you want an artist who knows what the fuck they're doing? Contact Rolling Graphics LLC on Facebook. Unless you want to set your money on fire and shove it up your ass. Great, that just the blue man group. They are very blue man group. Yeah, but also meanies. They're the blue meanies. It was visually a fantastic part. Oh yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. It is one of the best parts of the movie. I I would say it's (laughs) the best part of the movie. Eddie Eddie Izzard's look is good. Like he's real creepy. Like what? uh, What do you call it? Like a carnival barker looking kind of guy. Yeah, real dark. Like shadows going on. He's not looking like a lady. He's not looking like Eddie Izzard usually does. Yeah, no. Uh, I really like his voice on this. It's it's all Eddie Izzard out. Like, what can I do? Well, here. We'll turn it back up and I'll let this play a little more then. Uh, The visuals during this part are the best. There's like weird statue things that are going on. They got the weird faces that are The blue meanie looking people with the real skinny heads. Everything is very oversized. Uh, when the oh. this isn't this has nothing to do with when Maxwell was drafted, but I also it reminded me of 
like all the uh, like the army guys that had like the weird that's heads as was, well. That's what I was also yeah. gonna bring up. The army guys, they got the facial features the, like wood plastic. Yeah, the I want you. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah, when he goes to the draft board, yeah. yeah. That's the visual stuff that I do like about this. I agree. I don't agree with that. There's like the blue meanie looking things, they can't see. There's no way those oh, guys no, can see it. Yeah. And there's a section where Eddie Izzard's like going backwards and all the blue meanies are like going to the side. And you could, I would love to know how many takes it took Eddie Izzard it, it running into some smooth. fucking guy. I know you could watch and yeah, it's like, you can man, see. he barely missed on that fucking one. I feel like it looks like he kind of trips a little bit at one point too. And it might be okay for that scene. Like, no, I think yeah. it works. I think. Oh. There's sections of this that remind me of Jesus Christ Superstar, and this was one of them, those sections, like, because in Jesus Christ Superstar, there's the King Herod thing where it's, like, goofy and weird, and, like, it's a party. Like the birds? This is the section. The birds? What the fuck are you the talking birds. about the birds? Aren't there big bird people in uh, Jesus Christ Superstar who, like, dance on the scaffolding? Maybe. I've never not seen this part. No. There's, I think there is a bird person <laughs> dancing around now that you say it. Yeah. Oh, you are the Christ. Yes, the great Jesus Christ. Do, 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 do. Change my water into wine. But that's got like the same feel during this, and it reminded me of sections of Jesus Christ Superstar. And like the concrete, like masks looking people. Ironically, I watched Scream 2 last night, and the same fucking masks are basically in that. There's a scene where Sydney's like on stage and she's doing a Greek theater scene, and there's like dudes holding knives. And wearing masks, and they look a lot like these yeah. rock people that are in this so a movie. As someone who has gone back and recently rewatched the first and second Scream movies, yes, me. She's talking about me. Yes, <laughs> um, you did say that you think that the second one is better than the first. I do. I don't. It's been so many years since I've seen the Scream movies. Matthew Lillard is just uh, it's just overacting city in the first one. But I always liked From him. everyone. Yeah, I like Lillard too. But watching this, it was like, oh no. Well, and calm I'm, down, calm down. And that's maybe it, maybe it was just easier for me to digest when I was a young teenager. Probably versus he, now. If I, I, I were to watch it now, you'd be like, oh my god, he'd be insufferable to be around. I thought that uh, thirteen. Why isn't it oh, working? Ghosts. <laughs> um. Uh, thirteen. <laughs> Uh, Hang in there, everybody. We'll be right back. <laughs> we watched the movie uh, 13. Mm hmm. Uh huh. I don't know. I'll cut all of that out and I'll put it in later. <laughs> or you could just leave like you do everything else because you don't ever edit anything. That's bullshit. I edited the last episode quite well. Okay, fine, whatever. So. And now none of that's getting edited because of what was just said. Good. So we watched when we watched Thirteen Ghosts. It was old ghost. It was a. It was not as good as I remembered. Uh, and it's gonna. So well, I, I would Scream be, is still fun. It's just not as. But Scream Two is a better. But like you, you mentioned Jamie Kennedy being like the best character probably in the first one. I liked Jamie Kennedy a lot in the first movie because he was the one who warned everyone like, oh, you can't do that. He knows the rules. Yeah. yeah. He's also my favorite character in the second one. Randy all the way. I'm team Randy. <laughs> Even though he gets stabbed like eight fucking times in, in, the, the, in, in the, the van. van. Yeah. Yeah. I remember being sad when that part happened. Shing, 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 shang. 
But when you first watch it, you think like maybe he's gonna get the David Arquette treatment, and at the end, you're gonna like Do pull we? him out, and he's gonna be like, oh, "I was on a stretcher," <laughs> but it wouldn't make any sense. But who knows? We're talking about across the universe. We sure are. <laughs> I don't know where we're at in this movie. Um, well, we were just talking about oh, Mr. The, Kite. Uh, uh, and you brought yep. up the army guys with the face. The, how yep. they got that plastic face. Mm-hmm. There's also a weird section in that when they're, they're carrying the Statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was awful. She's so heavy. <laughs> yeah, this, it was very uh, <laughs> heavy-handed allegory. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? You're giving me a face. <laughs> I'm giving you a stink face. Why? Because that was a stinky part of the movie. <laughs> But America is heavy, but, Michelle. Oh, not even that, but yeah. It's, yeah. It's, well, it's, you have to go fight and you're being drafted, right? So yeah. you have a lot of weight on you to, you know, fight for the country. And, and they're cattle. That's why he gets wrapped up in saran wrap. Oh. And he gets stamped 1A beef. Yeah, Dexter style. <laughs> Dexter style. Uh, the Vietnam stuff I thought was neat looking. There's a, I always like Vietnam shit in any movie, basically. One thing yeah. I didn't like, and uh-huh. I, I just remembered this, was the is in the beginning when we hear someone singing, and you don't know who it is, but it's in this black neighborhood where all these people are getting killed, and then there's just this little boy yep. just singing, sitting against this chair, our chair, one car, that, car, our yep. car uh, in the middle of the open area, and it's like if you're afraid of getting shot and people being killed, why don't you go hide somewhere, little boy? He's paralyzed with fear, Michelle. Well, yeah. He was singing pretty well, so I don't now, know if he was that now, paralyzed. Now I remember laughing hysterically during this scene last night. Which scene? Because oh. you laughed hysterically, and you you laughed so hard you cried at one point. Yeah, it was during when all those uh, people were being shot, and I was like. I, didn't I say something like, man, this is so heavy-handed. They are just throwing everything they've got, like, pouring it. They're trying to make me feel so hard right now. And all I was doing was... Feeling soft. I was, I was literally crying laughing. And then they showed that little boy in the coffin, and I laughed even harder. You did, actually. It didn't work on me. It, it was work. Just, no. I did not connect to it at all. As, I was soon, just as, like, as soon as it showed him, I was just like, yeah, duh, because you were out in the fucking open. When I, that was my move. reaction. You were just what there. What was that scene about? I didn't know what was going on. Was it just like a racial injustice it, scene? It was the Chicago riots, I think. Because that's where remember. JoJo's from. Okay. JoJo's from Chicago, and that, okay. was, that his, was his brother. His brother. Okay. That was killed. Okay. And then he breaks down and leaves and goes to New York. so much shit going <laughs> on in this movie. I also... I think you have to watch it a few times. I wanted to make yeah. sure that I didn't miss anything, so I just like read the plot real quick again last night. Yeah. It turns out I missed nothing. Okay. <laughs> I had no idea that JoJo was related to any of those people. Yeah. I, so that's... Well... Is that why... I mean... He's pretty much the only black person in the movie. So, of course, he came from the black people in the beginning. I had no fucking idea what was going on. (laughs) It showed him at the um, funeral. funeral. I didn't know it was the same fucking guy. And then he took his bags and then he left as well because everyone was like leaving at that point. Everyone was like traveling to their new place and they were all all gathering to to that house. I mean, I was also crying laughing, so (laughs) I wasn't really paying attention. You were also in massive disbelief. I, I at one point near the beginning almost said, Sam, you can pick your jaw back up. You said that to me? (laughs) No, I almost did, but didn't. Because there were so many times you were just like... (laughs) <laughs> the whole time. 
this, and it's no offense to you for liking the movie, Chris. But oh this, no, this movie yeah. was just not for us. It was just too cheesy, and it, I don't hate uh, that's, musicals. That's what yeah. my jaw was dropping at. It was the what the. F- it was the beginning of it and figuring out. Singing like, like this, what is going on? <laughs> Why is this lazy cheerleader bitch? Just walking around and sitting when everyone else is working. No, She's no, in love, no, god damn it. None of that was bothering me. It was literally every time like a song would start well. and she'd just be like, I want... And I'd just be like, oh no, god <laughs> damn it. I fucking hate white girl voices. I fucking hate white girl voices. I hate female white girl voices. I hate women's voices. <laughs> I, I truly do. I truly do. Oh. Except for Sadie because she had fucking grit and could be like... I was like, there we go. Oh, yeah, and help yeah, her skelter. real yeah. singing. Soul, that's what it is. The other singing is That's what soul. I said. Because yeah. you were just like, oh, that white girl voice. And I was like, she doesn't have soul. You're it's, like, yeah, yeah she's, there's no soul. Because it doesn't bother me when Sadie sings. It doesn't bother me when uh, JoJo sings. It doesn't bother me when Prudence sings. Even though she doesn't necessarily have, Prudence doesn't necessarily have soul. It's just something about Evan Rachel Wood singing that just feels empty. She doesn't have prissy, primpy, I was raised in a very nice school, white girl education. Which Lucy does have that tone to her voice. That's what it is. And that's probably part of it too. I see girls that I went to high school or school with and I'm like, Oh yeah, you mentioned. I brought up a girl's last her name last night. I was like, I just see her the whole time, and it made total sense (laughs) when you said that. If I could say it on the podcast, I think that they're well. I miss their first name, and everyone will be like, Yeah, I know that girl, Jessica. Jessica, you know, Jessica that fits in the blonde. I sing totally white, bland category, and she was like a prissy, entitled little girl too. Absolutely, at least that's how I knew her. Absolutely, I killed her on the side of the road. With Maxwell Silverhammer, I bashed in a fucking head. I was really <laughs> thrown into when he's just be, uh, fixing a he's fan. fixing the fan. Fixing, <laughs> fixing a fan <laughs> with a hammer. Yeah. Well, then you also mentioned right <laughs> when they play the song. when they first <laughs> went into the house and Sadie was there and she made a reference to Maxwell about, I don't know, you could have killed, killed your, your grandma with, with a hammer. hammer. <laughs> so that's what Maxwell Silverhammer is about. Uh, it's a Maxwell Silverhammer is about him just killing a bunch of people <laughs> with a hammer. With a hammer, it's my new favorite Beatles song because he kills the girl that he goes on the date with. Then he kills the judge <laughs> that he get like he gets brought to court and he kills the judge. <laughs> I mean, it, but it's one of with those songs. Hammer. It's one of those songs. Well, we we've listened to it on this podcast because it's on the yeah. it's on Abbey Road. Yeah, which I'll play it right now. I know the song. I like. I love the uh, anvil. Well, I can always play it for people if no one. I assume people who listen to this podcast probably are familiar with this. It's just another one of those songs that sound nice and happy, and it's, and it's pretty much about a serial killer yeah, like beating it. people to death with a hammer. I like that. I like that. I'm a fan of that. I just don't know why they didn't do the song. Like, they could have shown him Maxwell yeah. working on his, like, yeah. car, trying to fix it, and they're like, Maxwell Silverhammer, tink, tink, yeah, I just don't that think, cab yeah. all day. I mean, they shoved a bunch of songs in here. I would literally, everyone would be like, this is a Beatles song? I don't know what they're fucking singing. Yeah. I'm not a huge Beatles guy either, so well, that's no, the problem. But they, it was in, or more in the beginning, they were pulling from early, early Beatles yeah. stuff, and it would make sense oh, that you wouldn't know that as well. I forgot that they do that. They like kind of do a generational span of the Beatles yeah. with a storyline, too. Which is why by the end of the movie, they're on the rooftop, Yep. and by watching Get Back, or if you know anything about the Beatles, they're up there. Yeah. that was their last public appearance together, so it 
makes sense that that was kind of the, end of the, the end of the movie. Yeah. You know how I knew about the Beatles rooftop performance first? Simpsons. That makes sense. Simpsons <laughs> the did it. The Simpsons did it. The sharp B sharps were on top of the roof doing their performance, and then George Harrison drives by and goes, eh, "It's been done," and then drives away. And I, I remember going, "I think that's a Beatle. I think this is a Beatles reference. I think that Simpsons." I just talked about the Simpsons and it fell down. Well, the Simpsons have been mentioned already, haven't they? Oh, we need a Simpsons button for whenever I bring up Homer. My dad. Nothing works though. I know. I so know even if it, even if we had one, it wouldn't matter. Oh, Shit's falling apart on this goddamn show. Do you? Your phone case is like a Nintendo-looking thing. A yeah. Game Boy. It's a Game Boy. It's a Game Boy. Have you ever seen those uh, phone cases that are like, like a Game Boy and you can play games yeah. on? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I brought it up, but it's interesting. <laughs> Have I ever talked on the podcast about how my mom's dad would call my brothers? Uh, he'd be like, you just want to sit around and play a gay boy. A gay, <laughs> a boy? gay boy? He'd call Game Boy a gay boy. But we, we couldn't afford Game Boys, so it's not like T- Tim ever actually had a Game Boy. So not only so was... did he actually have a gay boy? <laughs> so he was, in, he was insulted that he didn't have the actual name brand product. <laughs> and he was pretty much called a homosexual for liking games. Which, well, it turned out. Well, uh, the whole world likes uh, games, and you're dead, old man. So, wait, your mom's dead. Okay, I know who you're That's talking Harold. about. I know who you're talking about. I know Harold, or I knew Harold. Yeah, he would go and he'd buy four steak hoagies at a time to try and save the business and keep eat, <laughs> eat two of them on the way home and say, "Hey, I brought dinner." Oh boy, that's how he worked. And then she'd be like, "Oh, you only got yourself a sandwich." I'll that's make mashed the, potatoes. That's the trick. <laughs> that's, the, that's what I used to do with booze. I'd buy a bottle of booze, and I'd buy a little bottle of booze, and I'd drink that before I got home, and I'd be like... And I'd take one shot out of the new bottle right as I got home. That way, that explains the smell on the breath. <laughs> Not always, though. You'd, you'd walk in, and you'd give me a kiss, and you'd smell like toothpaste. And I'd be like, why the fuck do you smell like toothpaste after work? Or there were times where I'd be Never like... Never brushes his teeth. <laughs> or, there I'd, or I'd just be like, did you... Like, I, I, I've asked you before if you had a drink, and you were like, no. And then right went right and had a drink real quick. <laughs> Man, alcoholism. That's fun, right? <laughs> Having problems and hiding them and... Lying to everyone around you, and if everybody would just let me be a drunk, it would have been fine. Would it? <laughs> Look, do you want to talk about? Uh, no. Uh. Do you want to talk about why it's surprising that you still have the same job that you did when you were a drunk? <laughs> no, it doesn't need to go on record because it never happened. That's true. But let's just say that you have a very understanding boss who is a wonderful guy. No, I don't, because <laughs> it never <laughs> happened. Just like the golf lessons never happened. Oh, anything else that didn't happen you want to talk about? Uh, 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 Into the microphone. I couldn't think of anything off the top of my head. Uh, Me definitely seeing something and then going out. I don't know. I can't think of anything. I was going to try and say something stupid. Well, I will take the heat off of you. Please. And, and make it worse. And say, Yeah, of course. Ooh. I will say what I've said not on the podcast multiple times. Fingers crossed Kanye West is the next celebrity. Oh my What's your beef with Kanye? I see a new Kanye West story. I don't know. Every half day. Well, you need to know how angry he is at Pete Davidson. He also it's has a very important. He has an album getting ready to come out. So he he is. Didn't he just drop an album? I thought it was. Didn't he do Donda? 
Donda 2. Oh, I did Donda 2? Donda 2 is coming out like this week. This next week or something like that, which it will all have already come out by the time this podcast comes out. Donda, but he Donda, he has been publicly harassing Kim Kardashian. He's been in what way? What? How? Like calling her a bitch? Um, by like releasing text messages, private like screenshots of things, and by threatening her her boyfriend with violence. And making Mr. up Davidson? things like you didn't tell me, you didn't give me the address of where my daughter's birthday party was going to be, even though if there are pictures from that day with him like chatting with uh, Kim's mom and smiling and stuff like that. He's a mass manipulator and he is uh, it's just constantly just craziness. He's just like gaslighting her and harassing her like every fucking day. And I've and never she just in the meantime, just like, what? <laughs> You fucking psycho guy. He's already had yeah, a girlfriend. On. On. <laughs> like, he's already had another girlfriend. He's just he's, fucking crazy. And now he's getting play from us. And I hate him. <laughs> I think he's terrible. And I think everything he does sucks. And he showed up in no, Batesville. No, you don't. Do you remember that? When he showed up in Batesville like two years ago or something? When? He went to Wall yeah. Hill Farms and did his like Jesus-y stuff oh, and preached yeah, to people. I remember that. Yeah. And it was like, oh, Kanye West that. went to this small town in, in Indiana. Yeah, that was here. It was Wall Hill Farms in Batesville. And everyone was like, oh my God, I can't believe Kanye West was here in Batesville. And I was like, who fucking cares? I'm still more excited about NSYNC or Backstreet Boys, I can't remember, showing up at Kroger. It was Backstreet Boys. Okay, I'm way more excited about that than I am about Kanye West. Well, you don't have to be excited. I'm not excited about Kanye West. I'd be fine never hearing about him again. I'm way more excited about the world-famous Couple of Critics podcast coming out of this town. That's what I'm thinking. It's pretty much... (laughs) We we haven't had much come out of this town other than, you know, the biggest brand of hospital beds. See, the Rolling Stones started here. Uh, Harrison Ford came from here. We gave Michael Jackson a casket Um, to be buried in. Uh, yeah. Apparently a gold one. And right? Michael Jackson mm-hmm. invented the moonwalk here too. Um, Buzz Aldrin, he came from here. He and also, then went and walked on the moon. No, well he launched <laughs> from uh, Cape Benatral in our town right here. That's where the launch site was. Very many famous things on. We are right on the water, so it makes sense that there's town. going to be a uh, a launch pad. Has anyone ever been murdered in this town? Yes. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I don't remember, but yeah. When, when we were kids, there was someone... Like with a knife? No, they shot someone in the parking lot at uh, at Hill Rom. <laughs> at Hill Rom. <laughs> we I remember that. Yeah, that. yeah, you're right. And wasn't there also a woman who like hid in the freezer at her husband's house and then popped out and shot him once? <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember I hearing remember something this. about that. No, 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 no. Yeah, and then... Didn't she like hide the body in the basement or something Maybe. and roll it up? We've had plenty of people die from heroin overdoses around yeah. here. Yeah. I mean, but like a knife went into the house, stab, 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 <laughs> gut, 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 left. And never got caught. <laughs> I don't know about that. I know I, my, I think my grandpa, Harold's brother, his wife killed him and he like wasn't around when I was born because it happened like right before I was born. So for the insurance. I don't. I think there was like an abuse thing. Bum bum bum. And she stabbed him to dun, death. Dun, dun, so there's dun. there's some death. Yeah. Well, I don't. And we don't need to talk about the obvious. Maxwell Silver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to talk about the obvious death in the family. <laughs> You're the worst person I've ever known. <laughs> well, we were talking about your dad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. <laughs> I am the one who killed him. 
That's why I'm saying I have murdered people in this town and nobody knows about it. I went in, stab, 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 gut, gut, gut. I've been watching these scream movies. How old were you? Gut, gut, gut. Five. Yeah. Five-year-old pterodactyl I, Sam. I went in and went. I went in and went. Stab, stab, stab. Good, good, good. No wonder you laughed at your dad's funeral and were so uh, cold and <laughs> unattached. I've been so detached and desensitized for a long time. Uh huh. All I remember from that day is being taught how to tie a tie. That's it. But you never remembered because you had to reteach yourself for that Men in Black episode. That's true. That's true. I can do it right now. Watch. You want to talk to people about how you you bought a tie from uh, Goodwill that had like ducks on it, and then painted it with regular acrylic paint? I had it had mallards on no. it. It had <laughs> mallards, and I got black acrylic paint, and I put it on the tie, and it didn't dry properly. And the white shirt I bought from Goodwill as well also got some black paint I on it. I told you that was going to happen. You touched it up right before we started recording. But I didn't care because I bought it from Goodwill knowing that it was probably going to get black paint on it. <laughs> Everything you have ha- has had black paint on it. Yeah, that's true. All right, where are we at in this town? In this shitty fucking town? <sighs> Let's see. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> we were in Psychedelic Town. He went to Vietnam. Oh, yeah. let's talk about this scene. There was this weird water scene. That happened, and I was looking so hard for nut sacks in the weird <laughs> oh. romantic like water yeah, scene. There was, like, yeah, a lot of, going, yeah. there was nudity going on. There was that there scene. was nudity a few times. We have a whole like Titanic scene. Yeah, yeah. With, yeah we got to see a titty titty there with Evan Rachel Wood's tits. And we haven't enough. even gone into detail about her yet. What do we? Need? You told me some things mm-hmm. about her. Evan Rachel Wood was in a relationship with Marilyn Manson for a while, and she is the person who started the whole landslide of saying that when we were together, he raped me. Mm-hmm. And then other women have come out since, like four women who have had very similar accounts of him being crazy, and uh, like he threatened to sodomize her son. And even though like it was probably not something that he meant, she took it. She was it's, like, she was actually like afraid when he said that. To say. I agree. I don't think you should say something like that. Uh, and um, also, when Kobe died, she made sure to quickly remind everyone in a tweet that he was a rapist, as well as you know it being sad. But don't forget that he's also a rapist. <laughs> yeah, we know he died with his daughter, but <laughs> that's still. I will still say that's one of the most. The like the worst celebrity deaths, and I don't even care about Kobe, but I think that it happened with him and his daughter and like other children in it, and he was just like trying to be a good dad, and someone made a poor judgment error yeah. and drove them or flew them right into the side of a fucking mountain. Is that what happened? It was something like that. Yeah, I think there was like a mechanical error or something, wasn't there? I don't remember. <clears throat> I thought it was a visibility issue. A visibility issue because it was like early in the morning or so, or it was, mm-hmm. it was like early, not early in the morning, but it was in the morning because it was taking a daughter to a uh, and like some other kids on her team and their parents, old Cobster to a game, and that's what it was because he like dedicated so much of his time. He bought his own helicopter so he could be as involved with his kids as he could because you don't have to like sit in traffic and stuff. You can it's just much quicker transportation. So he was like super involved. With his daughter's basketball, and apparently she was like really good. Should have spent the extra ten dollars and got the teleportation device. Would have worked out better. So I think that that was sad. <laughs> but uh, 
what was that girl's name again? Rachel Evan Wood. Rachel yeah. Evan Wood. Okay. She was like nineteen for this girl. Or eighteen be when this. So bland and so white. She showed her titty. So to she be with she, yeah. to be with Marilyn Manson. Well, and it's the, out that, of fucking nowhere for me to hear. That's what it was for everyone else. It really? was very shocking for people to be like, "Why is what? this girl who is seen as so like yeah like across the universe like yeah. this?" Yeah. And she's such a with, nice girl, but she must be <laughs> a little wild. She is willing to show a titty on screen, and which I went, "Whoa, a titty!" <laughs> you did. <laughs> uh, and the ripoff Titanic is. Titanic scene. I don't know who directed this. I didn't look into it. It was a female. She just... Well, okay. Then that explains it even more. <laughs> Women love Titanic. She just wanted to do her own Titanic scene. And that's weird because the whole time... It really was just a guy yeah. sketching a woman. Well, yeah. While she was laying there. With her tit out. Like, yeah. it was very Titanic-esque. Well, the whole time, I thought, like, when he when they would kiss, it was, like, way too deep. Like, oh, over the... Yeah, just like, very I know deep. you guys are in love and stuff, but, like, at the same time, you're two actors and, like... The director had to ask you to, like, really fucking go for it. Really, like, ten takes. Yeah. And so in my mind, the whole time, it was, like, some creepy dude being like, yeah, no, squeeze her ass. Yeah, yeah. Do it. But now it's just, it was a, it was a woman. It's a time when <laughs> so the, now it's hot. the phrase tonsil hockey makes sense. Yeah, it's like this kind of shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> they were they went really deep. And then uh, when uh, JoJo and Sadie are dancing, he's, like, full ass grabbing, and I was like, I get it. I'm not a prude. I'm fine with it. But the director still had to ask those people. <laughs> had to do it. Many, now. many times. Hey, I know this isn't a pornography film, but I need we're going to be doing some ass grabbing <laughs> on this set. And then I did not expect in that pool scene when we're seeing man ass. Did not expect that at all. I like it when we get to see some man ass. And much like you, Michelle, not only was looking I looking for nuts, for nuts <laughs> I was looking for Bing Bong too. <laughs> well, I didn't think they were gonna. Bing bong. I didn't think they were gonna deliberately show. I thought maybe you were gonna see maybe. a little silhouette. It's PG thirteen, but it, but just a little like just a little bit of nut skin. I thought like that was a little legs? more. Yeah, I thought that was a little more possible. So I was looking so deep for that nut skin. They probably got to cinch it up in a little nut, like a nut sack sack. <laughs> Another thing to talk about. A nut sack sack. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, your nut sacks are definitely are actually like your nuts are inside of another sack. Yeah. So so you get the nut sack sack, and for the bing bong. I'm loving calling it a bing bong. <laughs> so there were some interesting, like, which you talked a little bit about, like, the singing and the recording, and if uh-huh. it was live and pre-recorded or whatever. But there were some times, which I noticed it and you noticed it, but you actually said something about it, that every once in a while, you would just hear these little tinges of auto-tune. Yes, for sure. You just hear every once in a while. If you know what it sounds like, it's just like, and it just kind of kicks Flutters up the pitch. Up, yeah. yeah, it's a little flutter. Flutter, that's the best way to put it. So that was interesting to actually hear surprised. those moments. Everything is fucking auto-tuned anymore. There's nothing that comes out mainstream. Yeah, I just yeah. for some reason, I, I don't know if it's because of being so familiar with how the songs are or because they... A lot of times when auto-tune is put into stuff, there's a lot going on musically yeah. to maybe help distract from it. This was just so mostly vocally driven that it was, I don't know, automatically just easier it. to hear it. But again, I may not have heard it if I weren't familiar, so familiar with the Beatles songs. I would hear yeah. it when I wasn't even really paying attention or listening for it. It would just all of a sudden happen, and my brain would be like, whoa, what was that? Ooh, you kind of fucked with your synapses in your brain. I was going to say spasms in your brain. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then I have no more notes. What? I don't. You're you the only one trucking this along. <laughs> <laughs> I would have ended this a while ago. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it all ends up being a happy ending, even though Lucy and Jude do break up. He is deported back to the U.S. because there's yeah. this, oh, she gets really she gets really into this like uh, political this political. He, uh, uh, what's his name? Paco. Yeah, and she Paco? starts Paco. She starts fucking Paco. Pa- uh, I don't know if they were fucking. I was gonna ask, are they doing it? I don't think Lucy was fucking him. Even after Jude leaves. Mm. Well, when he gets I deported, don't know. well, no, because then right after he gets deported, she finds out that they're building they're the bombs, bombs and mm-hmm. they're going to plan on bombing. I thought the and other side leaves. dropped the bombs. You dropped, they dropped the bomb, the bomb on, on me, me. <laughs> or Paco. We were right there in the same area. So who was he going to bomb? Like uh, they bomb? Well, they actually did it in because so. when Jude's back in Liverpool, he sees the newspaper. Oh, I thought they blew up their house accidentally. Uh, yeah, I, I think thought it, it said it went off bom- accidentally. Yeah, their, I, I, their bomb accidentally went off when yeah. they were. So it's like a meth lab explosion, but they're pretty much. Bombs. Yeah, but who were they gonna bomb? They were gonna bomb just the people like who the U.S. They, embassy or something like that. Probably uh, something like probably, that. Probably yeah, because I mean they were the definitely, establishment. Yeah. The establishment. <laughs> bomb the man. Well, mm-hmm. I mean they did have a picture of Chairman Mao. So, wow. I saw that, but I did not know what that was. My yeah. God. Chris is the smartest one in the room. It's because he knows the movie. <laughs> I'm not saying that he's not the smartest one in the room, well, but... I don't know who... Say it again? Chairman Meow? I don't know who the <laughs> fuck that is. Chairman Meow! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and then everyone eventually gets back together. All uh, Maxwell is out of the he gets discharged right yep. out of yeah, the he gets discharged oh i thought he was going to become a heroin addict i think that they're they oh, kind of hinted I, yeah. at that being something based on because when they put the when they injected him Selma it was like Hayek, this right? whole thing yeah yeah it was like this whole thing that it seemed like and when i read it i i think it said something about how he maybe had a little bit of an issue but came out of it okay oh. so yeah because when him and Lucy are sitting down and they're doing Blackbird. Oh, that's right. He he's has, all he's all like really gone. That's right. Looks like he's kind of coming yeah. out of recovery. He has like permanent psychological damage or yeah. something yeah. is what I read. Yeah, like it PTSD really fucked him up. Being in the war. Yeah. You know, my mom went on. A, I think also from the drugs. Oh, as well. My mom went on a date with a dude after he came back from Vietnam and they went out on a boat in the middle of the lake and uh, fireworks or something started going off and he fucking started freaking out. And thought it was like a flashback. And my mom had to like row him back to shore. Shit is crazy. PTSD is real. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, it is. I've been with diagnosed Hayek, with it. Like, I thought she was like the From physical Nam. representation of heroin. Like she was like. A little bit, yeah. Like she was a seductress and there was many. I mean, she's like the one that put and the needle in, right? And then she injects all of them. Yeah. yeah. She was the bang, bang, shoot, shoot girls. So. Yeah. From happiness is a warm gun. Is a warm gun. Bang, bang, shoot, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> do they say that in the song? Yeah. yeah. I had never noticed it before until I heard bang, some Hayek doing it. It's funny. <laughs> Happiness is a warm gun mama. So I never really noticed the... I thought he looked like a heroin addict and I expected it, but I didn't... Yeah. I guess it wasn't shoved in my face as much as I expected it to be. But I, I love when he's putting the cabbie hat on. 
I think some of those things weren't meant to be more interpretive. I think if they maybe since it is PG thirteen, I think yeah. If, yeah, if they went a little more in depth, it would have been longer than sure. it was. Yeah, just a Show little them actually, yeah. like tying off, <laughs> cooking a spoon, like Requiem yeah, for a Dream. Yeah. yeah, leave leave that yeah. for Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> the scariest part in Requiem for a Dream is when the refrigerator starts attacking her. Have like, you seen that movie? No. The movie is oh my god, no, it is an insane it's movie. Up, it's just, it follows the, like. Different people's stories, even though they're all like entwined, but they all have like their different stories. Different addiction stories. This old older lady uh, becomes addicted to like weight loss pills, and that's when the refrigerator attacks her. <laughs> all right, <laughs> but then you also have Jared Leto before he was big Jared Leto, and like Marlon Wayans. Yeah, yeah, it is a Wayan. I don't know. Was yeah. Marlon correct? Who's the uh, Damon? No, no, no. It wasn't Sean. No. It wasn't SW1. It had to be Marlon. For some reason, no. it felt... Is Marlon the youngest? I, that's that's what I'm pretending yeah. in my head. Okay, it's him. It's not SW1. I know that. No, that's Sean. Yeah. Sean Wayans <laughs> 1. <laughs> I remember figuring that out when I was like 32. But they get addicted <laughs> to like heroin or something, and then they're just... It's a really fucking crazy movie. It's visually like, fucked up. When I say the refrigerator attacks her, it's like she's gone through psychosis, and yeah. she just like sees it, and it's like crazy colors going on, and it's like... <laughs> she's like, it's a refrigerator! <laughs> no, because she thinks like the people on the TV are talking to her because she's addicted to drugs, the weight loss drugs, while other people are addicted to other drugs. Everyone's fast. addicted to drugs. She's addicted Every- to Slim Fest. <laughs> Those little chocolate milk. Oh, well, I know what Slim Fest is. <laughs> They're disgusting. I've never had one. <laughs> they are nasty. I bet. So we, uh, yeah, it ends up everyone comes back together. Everyone's happy in the end. And uh, even even the girlfriend, when he goes back to Liverpool and he sees his ex-girlfriend, who he completely ghosted, she's pregnant (laughs) and with someone else. So she's moved on. Mary? How was her name? Mary. Mary. She had a baby. She's going to have a baby. And then he legally... What was his name? Philip. Philip. I think it's Philip. Philip or Phil. I know that... uh, By the way... It was a downgrade from Jude. I'll tell you that. Do you know what Johnny Knoxville's real name is? Johnny not No. Philip Clapp. Philip Clapp. Philip Clapp from Knoxville, Tennessee. <laughs> oh, Phil Clapp. Phil. Became Johnny Phil Knoxville. Phil Clapp got the clap. I'm going to say, once again, Mary downgraded from Jude. Jude looked way better than the new guy. She fucked up. She should have uh, waited. Jude treated her uh, like shit. Doesn't she matter. He looks good enough. Yeah. He looks good enough. Oh, looks are better. Superior. Yes. Always. If Jude I was Quinn handsome, I would treat like women weeks. like shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would throw so them nothing, away. So nothing would change? <laughs> I said women, not one woman. <laughs> I wasn't even paying attention. <laughs> that's the respect and the, I'm showing and you. That's the real life. That's how it is really behind the scenes. Well, I, I saw it that I have a text and I just read it briefly. So sorry. Uh, this rooftop scene. I want to talk about this a little bit. That reunites everyone. You know? uh, the cops. They're all about taking it down at first. Like, get the fuck off here, lady singing. But as soon as Jude gets up on the microphone, like, it's okay. Like, yeah, the I cops know. are all yeah. right with it. And then even cops downstairs are like, no, no, no. We're going to let him. I don't know why. I made the cops I- British, even though they're in America. The whole time I was going, all right, now let's move on, move on. Nothing to say here. It's because in the, the actual Beatles didn't do it in America. Yeah, it's true. They so did probably Apple. And we watched yeah. Get Back yeah, and we saw true. that and that's we saw all the police officers. You got, those, so. you got those bobbies coming in saying it's getting too loud. Hello, Michael Caine. What's going on? It was very different because if it was America, people would have been shot. 
Oh, that's what I was thinking too. Like, yeah, you should have gone up there and beat the shit out of all of them. Oh, they would have beat the shit out of only the black guy, out of JoJo. All right, business is taken care of here. Went left, and everyone's just staring at JoJo bleeding on the ground. Actually, the cops beat the shit out of Jude. Yeah, they did during that protest. Yep, when he gets arrested, I thought he was gonna. They were gonna kill him. For a second there. Fingers crossed, but no, they didn't. Why do you want Jude dead? I'm just making jokes. But then, <laughs> then John Lennon's son would be dead. Isn't that who Jude is in the world of Hey Jude? No. It's a... Uh, oh, yeah, John. I don't know yeah. why I thought you Paul said McCartney Paul. wrote it about John's yes, son, right? Yes, that's correct. There we go. My brain just somehow heard that wrong. But you're right. So cool. uh, we're done, right? I think so. Is there anything you yeah. want to say about this? No, I think that's, yeah. Boom. All right. Well, we're finished with that. And I guess we're technically to the part of the podcast where it's time to go over just a few questions here. I can't be sustained because nothing's working. Da, 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 da. I can't be sustained because nothing's working. Da, 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 da. But I've got some questions for you. And I've got some questions for you. I've got I'm- answers. Yeah. Chris. Shut up. It's still ringing. <laughs> Chris, why did you choose this? Because I said no. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to keep it in the Beatles, and I was instantly, I said White Album, and then you shot that down, and I was like, well. You could have chosen a different Beatles. Well, I, I thought about that at first, and then I was like, no, I'm like, across the universe. And then I was like, all right, I'll do that. And then I almost wanted to change my mind again because you were doing MIB, and I'm mm. like, oh, I'm like, do I want to do another movie so close? But yeah, it's fine. There's gonna be <laughs> there's an episode in between. There's an episode in between. True. Yeah. So you don't know fine. what's going on behind the scenes, Chris. <laughs> he probably does. He listens. He does. He knows. He's got a camera in the house and watches us at all times. That's he's got the 24 hour couple of critics Big Brother feed. Well, see, so you've watched me sleeping a lot <laughs> and laying in bed with headaches. I had a headache today. I woke up with a fucking headache, and you came over at 3 to record. I took a nap and had an alarm set for 2.15. It's true. I woke up at 2.15. I took a shit in the shower. Ate some food. Ate a little bit, and uh, and, not here long. Yeah. and here we are. Here we are. And I'm sensing a nap coming on. That's why I only showed up a little bit late, because I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> okay, so what do you think we thought separately when you gave this to us? I thought you both were going to have a hard time with it, to be honest. Really? Well, did yeah. You, did you first think Sam's going to be like, I don't know what that is? I, I thought maybe, <laughs> I figured maybe you didn't know what it was, yeah. but I, I have, thought Michelle would. <laughs> I didn't know the title, but I, when Knew she explained of the it to me, I was like, oh, I've heard people talk about yeah. this. Yeah. I remember seeing like commercials and stuff for it, because it was very, it was supposed to be like this big visual masterpiece. Yeah. Which I... I did read, I don't know if it's accurate, that there was a private screening for Sir Paul McCartney, and he enjoyed it. Yeah. Of course he did. It's his fucking song. Yeah. It's also uh, (laughs) modern, and... And It'd be funny if... It's fucking shit! They sit sit down, (laughs) Sir Paul McCartney, they're all proud of it, and he gets done, and he's like, what do you think about it, Paul? And Paul's just like... What the fuck was that? And it's like flips a table over. I think that that's shite. Well, people, Paul McCartney is like notoriously nice. I know. Oh, I think yeah. Paul likes everything. It's like, well, yes, it's very good. Yes, it's for fun. Yeah. And then I remember when I wrote that cried. with John. Or just went home and was yeah. like, oh, I'm going to make so much money. <laughs> Which actually, this movie was a box office bomb. Oh, yeah, it's a flopper. Um, oh, it's very funny, but I got to bring this up. 
instead of Apple Records, it's like strawberry, strawberry jams is yeah. what it was called. Yep. <laughs> so Sam, I did like the logo though. I did like the yeah. strawberry logo. Before we actually watched this, and oh. I explained to you what it was, so you had some sort of an idea. Uh-huh. What was your judgment prior well, to actually watching it? Unfortunately, my judgment was colored because I remember people talking about this was not good and that Bono's performance in it was awful. That's all I'd heard about it and that kind of colored it. And it came from two people that I obsessively listened to. Oh, Gorley and Russ. So. Shut up, shut up. <laughs> but I didn't know they talked about this. Yeah, they did. I think maybe you did recently tell me. And there's been a couple Actually, other in that UCB world that bring this up. And I'm in love with all those people, so I was kind of biased. Like, well, they said it, that means it. <laughs> but I had a feeling like I haven't liked a musical. I, I mean, I like one fucking musical. No, two no, whatever Matt Stone and Trey Parker have done, I like. Yeah, all <laughs> their stuff Jesus, yeah. And then Jesus Christ Superstar is just grandfathered in. If you showed it to me today, I'd be like, the fuck am I watching? <laughs> Get this out of my face. So my judgment prior to watching it is that I did know what it was. Like I said, I never had any interest in seeing it. Not that I thought that it would necessarily be bad. I just kind of felt like, felt, I felt like it might not be for me. Yeah. And, I, and I think I was right. Do you like any musicals? You like Disney musicals, don't you? I like some musicals. I yeah. like Sister Act too, bitch. Eh, is that a musical though? Joyful, joyful, <laughs> we <adore> thee, <laughs> God of glory, Lord of love, hearts and fall like flowers before thee. Do 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 do. I wasn't. I was never gonna stop you until you stopped. <laughs> That's why I just uh, cheesed it out real hard at the end. Um, I do like some musicals. I'm not heavy on musicals, but I wasn't looking forward to this. Okay. And we typically watch these movies twice. Um, it. I can't. I don't even know how many times we looked to see how much time was left when we were watching this, and we were just constantly <laughs> shocked. Well, this movie was too fucking long. It was over and two hours. Yeah, it, it is, is. Yeah, it is too long. It could use some editing down. It's just that they. They. It feels like they made all the songs, and we're not willing to lose any, any of, of them. them. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, and it was like thirty-two songs. A lot. Oh yeah. More than if we just did the White Album. <laughs> it's true. I don't know. Maybe we should have just done the <laughs> um, <clears throat> But the podcast is shorter than the movie. I'll tell you that. But we only watched it once last night. Yeah, sorry, there, Chris. Yeah. We usually get one yeah. in. I think I watched it once this week, too. It so. had been a busy week, too. And like before I even realized it, I was like, Michelle, we got to fucking watch that movie. I fucking... Like, it was Friday. And all of a sudden, like, God damn it. This that was the plan. I think I watched it Thursday. Mm. <laughs> that shit, Friday, I was even at work, at work late changing out a power steering pump. So even Friday was like, eh, was I got to go home and watch a goddamn movie. <laughs> yeah, yesterday. Yeah, and I had to pick up a Kroger order last night. I had to drop there was a kid, a kid off. Here. <laughs> After I made dinner, I actually made dinner. I didn't want to watch it. <laughs> No, that's there's always that reason. (laughs) So this one, I didn't think about this at all. But least and most favorite characters. Is this something that you were prepared to answer? I am prepared to answer. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Sam. It's a movie. You got to. Okay, so got to. Who is your least favorite character? (laughs) Oh, we're going to me first. I thought Chris was the guest. Well, then we can ask Chris. But I'm looking at you in the eyes. So Chris, you go first. Who's your least favorite? favorite? Yes. Um, probably gonna have to go with Lucy. To be honest, why? Ah, uh, she's just so bland, bland, and yeah. so like cookie cutter perfect. That's true. I will agree with that. 
I will agree with that. Is, is she your least favorite as well? No, I think my least favorite character is probably Prudence. Because there's no reason for her to be in it. They just had a name from a song and shoved her in. She's not important in the story. Yeah. Ever. No, she was just supposed to be. They could have just cut her out they, and that would have shortened yeah. Completely. <laughs> they needed a bisexual character. They needed a modern touch. So I think that's yeah. why she was there. I don't. I agree that I don't think that she necessarily had a purpose. And they, yeah. they should. They, they should have written her in more integral to the story like within the band she could have just been like she was in the band every once in a while yeah but they could have shoved her in more she was permanently what, like the, was that a glockenspiel <laughs> yeah, she like was that, playing it was like that little charlie yeah. brown piano <laughs> why do they make you care so much about her pain by listening to her sing twice and then there's yeah, never that, anything that wraps up they never do anything for her, her or She's like, just like a weird well, when they're in the benefit for mr kite she has that contortionist lady what, she got a girlfriend? Yeah. Maybe I don't, I don't remember, remember this. Yeah. When they're leaving the tent and she's talking with Sadie, Sadie is like, or Prudence says something like, oh, I need you to meet so-and-so. Oh, that's after they see Prudence. And they're like, yeah. is that Prudence? Yeah. Which, which they said literally a second after I went, <laughs> is that Prudence? <laughs> but Prudence just because she's just nothing. Like, Okay. It's not even that she's my least favorite character. She's like the least needed character. Yeah. There you go. What's yours, Michelle? My least favorite character is Bono. <laughs> I were, I really wish I could just say the person who wrote the movie. <laughs> oh my. But I know not that's not fair. Um, Although I'm sure they are a character. They're not a character. Oh, you were not prepared. I. That's the thing. Like I didn't really prepare because I, f- I felt so not connected to any of the characters, I guess. But... um. I'm going to say Jude was just really irritating to me. I, I I feel like you're really supposed to be like rooting for him because he's like the main person yeah. and I just never connected with him. He left his mom. He did. He did <laughs> abandon his mom. Um, and then his real dad wanted nothing to do with him. Yeah. But the, so that's why he stayed around once a girl paid attention to him. Oh, and he's a cheater. <laughs> he was supposed to go back to a British girl. He was. He stayed around for... There's a sky and the diamonds. I'll even <laughs> let you guys answer it for me. See, there are lots of reasons. I was, just like I was trying to help you. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I don't need it. He sucks. Fuck Jim. <laughs> That's all you need. So, most favorite character, Chris. Um, I would have to say probably uh, Jude. <laughs> no, I'm gonna think jo- Jojo. Jojo, it's a jo- good choice. Yeah, Jojo or Sadie. It's a hard. Yeah. Between those two. But I would go with JoJo. Well, I'm going to tack on to his because I'm saying Sadie's my favorite I character in the movie. I will say, to support both of you guys, their story was more interesting to me. Oh. Than Lucy and Jude. Than Lucy and yes, Jude. by far. By far. So it could have been a movie more about, you know, the relationship between Jimi Hendrix and Janis Joplin. And I, I would have been probably more into that than what had happened. Especially because they yeah. could have spent more time and showed them actually get back together yeah because like all of a sudden jojo's just in it again and like yeah. everything's fine right after and like scene, she came back after yeah the tour or whatever yeah, after that scene where I'm she's like, like you gotta get me a semi i can play the guitar forrest mcneil's manager sorry that was me re- <laughs> referencing a show called review starring andy daly had to do it from comedy central God that was damn great right. the manager her manager is in that show uh, he when, when he's in the bar you yeah know, he's in the bar watching her I literally was like, was that Forrest McNeil's manager? <laughs> you did. <laughs> and so my favorite character, I'm going to say the the person who excited me the most in this 
was during the scene that I thought that was the best. And I'm going to say Mr. Kite. Mr. Kite? I think, yeah. I think Eddie Izzard was really, really good in it. I think he sold it. He was charismatic, which Eddie Izzard just is. He always you know is. He yeah. is. Um, and I just... I liked that scene. That That's scene, the only thing yeah. that really stuck with me. That scene feels the most Beatles out of it all, too. And because it, it was like a trippy sort of scene. Yep. Yeah. And I think that he he played it well. I was very interested in everything that he was doing until like the whole time from even when he walked backwards and then like disappeared. Like I was just I all eyes on him the whole time. His makeup looks good. The costume yeah. is good. Mr. Kite. Those, those blue meanies dancing around him accentuate his weird characterness. Yeah, it's all good. Good choice, Machele. Hey, thanks. All right, so uh, would you recommend this movie today, Chris? Uh, I don't think so, because most of the people that I would recommend it to have seen it. Okay. Now. That's fair. <laughs> okay. Um, Sam, would you ever watch this movie again? No. <laughs> All right, and I wouldn't. Uh- I would not watch this ever again. If it was on TV somehow, I'd ask to change it. I think if you <laughs> wanted to get ideas on how to shoot stuff and how to learn choreography and how to make things pop in weird ways, you could watch this as a study. Would you mute it? Visually. No, yeah. no, because you still want like the weird sounds that you're hearing and stuff too. Visually and like artistically, I think it is worth something. Story-wise and watching it again for entertainment, no. No. I'm, I okay. mean, like, technicality. You know my brain, I think technical. Like I go, oh, that camera shot was good. You can learn how to do a dolly shot by watching this scene. Good job. <laughs> it is a very bland storyline. Like, it's I think set they, in stone. I think they had to, or else yeah. how the fuck are you going to fit 32 songs into a story? If you make the story too complicated, then, yeah. then you literally went through every song and went, okay, so now Maxwell gets a silver hammer, and he goes over to Jude's house, and he says, hey, Jude, which it kind of is that, but it's not yeah. super... Imagine, Sometimes they just throw songs in that have nothing to do with the story. They're just singing. I yeah. know you you mentioned earlier about like we have these songs. We don't want to lose anything. That's why it's this long. But that's never really how the process is. Like how there were probably songs that were cut out and scenes I, that were cut probably, out. So I can't yeah, imagine yeah. what this was initially written <laughs> Four to Four hours long. <laughs> they did every Beatles song. <laughs> Ugh. Um. And then they said, we can only have 12 that are white and bland. We got to get rid of 42 of these. All right. So we're going to rate this, but we're going to do it a little different because I don't oh. think that this deserves an Oliver, Oliver the Rock and Roll <laughs> We are going to rate this zero out of 10 Oliver the Dead Rock and Roll Cat. <laughs> I don't know how to rate this now. It's like, is a 10 like make it a bad movie? No, it's the same scale. But we're just going to have to give it dead, dead cats. But we're giving it dead cats. I wouldn't want to have, have I wouldn't yeah, want to have that many dead cats. Okay. All right. I get it now. I can do this. All right. This movie deserves <laughs> to have eight dead cats on it. But it deserves. See, this is such a hard scale. I don't think so. I'm giving it a th- four out of ten. There you go. Okay. Four out of ten. Yeah. Okay, Chris. I was gonna say five. Okay. I mean, I, it for me, it's just nostalgic. Okay, that's fair. Mainly, and you can like it. It's one. fine. 
<laughs> you don't have to like it. I know. I think Michelle's going to be like two or one and a half. Well, last night, I don't know if you remember, I said negative two. <laughs> but I don't think that's fair. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a one. All right. This was a pile here's, of shit to Here's me. the question I asked last night, and I don't really remember the answer, so I'm going to say it again. Would you rather watch this or Super Broly? <laughs> And you are forced, because actually well, I do remember the answer you gave me last night. Do, it didn't fit in the parameters. I did give you the answer, because I said at least with watching this, I could remember songs that you I like. Beatles songs. <laughs> yeah. true. Even though it's not by the Beatles. And, the, and Broly just gives you a seizure. <laughs> yeah, towards the end. Towards the end, you just skip that last fight. You're like, okay, you know what happened. Oh, so you mean the last 40 minutes of the movie? Yeah. <laughs> so I am going to put this above... All right. Broly. Gotcha. Broly's still <laughs> holding on to that bottom spot. You hear that, fucker? <laughs> you hear that, Mel? Yeah, fuck you, Mel. He doesn't. He stopped listening. He's tired of my shit, too. <laughs> okay, so last thing that we do here before we move along, we describe this movie in one word. Ooh. Oh. Hmm. I'm going to say it for my word is my experience of watching it. Okay. Exhausting. Okay. All right, that's fair. Chris? Uh, I don't know. Give me a moment. Okay, um, that's fine. I'll go. Bad. <laughs> oh. You didn't give him much of a moment. <laughs> oh, there was a moment in there, and we're still having it. <laughs> it was awful. See, there's another word. Yeah, Michelle was not having a good time. <laughs> oh, I know. I was not having I can a good tell. time either. Um, it was a bad time. I've already said it. Yeah, nostalgic. Okay. There you go. That's I mean, good. I hadn't watched this probably for at least two three years before i gave it to you guys so <laughs> not long enough it's not something i don't i don't watch it on a regular basis it's not the family movie <laughs> no the family movie go to <laughs> all right everyone gather around we're watching across the universe again <laughs> so we have exhausting bad and nostalgic <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that's like posting a picture of the cards that you won cards against humanity with is what that's that true. felt like. That's true. That's true. <laughs> okay, so we are finished with Across the Universe. Never again. Yay! Chris says boo. <laughs> and uh, Sam. Yeah. You're next. Oh, I'm supposed to come up with something, huh? Yeah. I oh, like this part. Shit. You were just looking at your phone, I weren't know. you? Here's the thing. I'm pretending that I wasn't prepared. <laughs> I'm prepared. But this is... I can't believe this is about to come out of my mouth. Because this is... <laughs> Ridiculous! I'm nervous. Oh, What's here happening? we go! Oh my god! I have something new to listen to. That's yeah. You might, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying I enjoy this, but it is part of my past, and we're gonna check it out again. Priest rape. We are listening to 1998's Godsmack by the <gasps> band Godsmack. Yeah. All right. Coming at you. Is that oh, keep what? away? I'm, saying, I'm doing the best that I can. I'm doing the best I have I'm doing the best. Voodoo. I was like, I was like, is that Michelle is just staring off of the distance? Like I just had to watch across the universe, and now I have to listen to Godsmack. <laughs> I think it's better. I would listen to Godsmack. <laughs> I'm like a brawny paper towel right now, just soaking soak it, it up. Soak it up. Soak it in. Soak I'll it come in. back and sit in for that one. I'm doing the best that I can. <laughs> Jesus That's man. not a bad album. Now go away. <laughs> you got to talk, Michelle. It's your podcast, too. <laughs> I'm, look, I'm here. <laughs> I 
I understand how it feels to not always be happy with that. At least she things. wasn't playing phone games mm. while we were talking. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you don't know that. She's good at it. She's good at secretly doing it. With my brain. All right. So with that in mind, ugh, God damn it. So we're going to leave. We're going to listen to some Helter Skelter from the actual Beatles because Beatles are the supreme. I don't care what you think. Oh, yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks, Chris, for coming today. Thank you. Thank You're you. Yes, we like having you. And now I know that I've seen that movie. <laughs> yeah. Look out for more videos on the Instagram, the Facebook. I post them on TikTok. TikTok. Get a... got, do we got a TikTok? There's no, more yeah. TikTok. This is my TikTok. Okay, for so TikTok. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We done. We out of here. Bye-bye. Listen to the Beatles. Bye. Listen to the Beatles. And 1998. Godsmack by Godsmack. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Go away. Stop.